Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Heal Squad, it's going to be a great day. Want to know why? Because when you know better, you get better. And that's what we do here every single day. And we're going to do it together because we're better together. Our quote of the day, friends, comes from our guest today. I'm so excited to have him in studio. Your health is an investment, not an expense. Let's hear that one more time. Your health is an investment, not an expense. That's from Dr. Will Cole. And he is chatting with us today all about his new book called Gut Feelings. Uh, Welcome back to all of you in the squad. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, for anybody who is new to the show, welcome. You're now officially a Heal Squad member. Uh, if you haven't left us a review, friends, we will put it in the summary below, a little link to make it easy. Help us out. Let us know how we're doing and uh, and share that with us. And if you love this episode after you listen to it, which I think you're going to, please share it with a friend. We want to get this to as many people as possible, and we want to share the good word. And Dr. Will Cole has a lot of good words to share with us. Um, A little bit about Will. He is a leading functional medicine expert who specializes in clinically investigating underlying factors of chronic diseases and customizing a functional medicine approach for thyroid issues, autoimmune conditions, hormonal imbalances, and digestive disorders as well. He's the host of the Art of Being Well podcast and the New York Times bestselling author of Intuitive Fasting. Today, we're going to be talking all about his book, like I said, Gut Feelings and Shame Flammation and so much more. Before we get to that, friends, Macy's is a huge supporter of this show and we're so grateful to them. Check out my link, macy's.com backslash heel squad. I have a curated list of gifts and all kinds of amazing things that I've found on that website, things that I'm wearing every day that uh, you may like. So anything you buy from there supports the show. Thank you, of course, in advance for your help with that. And now on to my conversation with Will Cole. Dr. Will Cole, thanks for being back with us. New book. Thanks for having me. Gut Thank Feelings. 
I'm really excited to get into this. It's healing the shame-fueled relationship between what you eat and how you feel. What does that mean? It's born out of my day job. It's it's running the telehealth clinic here and seeing people for the past 13 plus years, 10 hours a day, you get to know people and you get to know the intricate confluence of factors when you're dealing with autoimmune problems and hormonal problems and metabolic issues and brain health issues. The fact that mental health is not separate from physical health, that mental health is physical health. And I'm really talking about the connection between the two, the bi-directional relationship between the two and how we have to look at both and not either or. And shame is, and, and the things that cause shame, like unresolved trauma and chronic stress will impact our health just as much as a food that doesn't love us back. You know, when I have coached people through brain surgeries and cancers and different things behind the scenes, because after all the stuff that's happened to me, people always ask me for advice and help. And so I've kind of created a little protocol. I'm a fake doctor, but I'm always like, this is the advice I can give you based on what we did. One of the biggest parts that I end with is, so what's the emotional component that you haven't dealt with? Because I know that the emotional becomes physical. I know that it's those traumas inside of us that are stored that are creating tumors or illnesses or, you know, the the way we're vibrating is creating an autoimmune condition. I, I believe that, but you have now the science to back it all up. You have the clinical experience to back it all up. So can you share a little bit about that um, that connection from a statistical standpoint so that people know it's not just woo-woo? Yeah, not at all. And I think ca- science is really just catching up with what humans would have known anecdotally, intuitively throughout human history we ha- we knew somehow that the gut was the the seat of the soul and you hear these these clichés in our culture like gut feelings or gut instincts or just feel it in my gut or butterflies in my stomach that really we know now that 75% around that of our gut immune system is made in the gut is is originating from the gut inflammation is a product of the immune system so to really understand the combination of variables when you're dealing with chronic inflammatory health problems, you really have to look at the gut-centric components there. And the fact that things like stress, when you're looking at chronic stress, it's implicated in the most common chronic diseases we're facing as a society. When you look at heart disease and different types of cancer, you're looking at autoimmune problems, metabolic issues, type 2 diabetes, stress is implicated in every single one of those. So we have to look at stress and what that even means. And and something that that I talk about in the book, I call it shameflammation. It's how things like shame and the things that drive shame, uh, like unresolved trauma and chronic stress, um, are really, as you mentioned, literally stored in the body. It's impacting something called methylation, which is this big interconnected pathways, series of pathways that impacts inflammation levels, that impacts detoxification, that impacts the way that neurotransmitters are, are produced and signaled in the body. So it is profoundly important. Um, and we have to look at it, but it's a lot more to unpack, right? It's more prescriptive and linear for me to say, okay, these foods have been shown to do and support X, Y, and Z, have more of those, have less of the foods that have been shown to raise inflammation. It is a lot more complex 
and nonlinear to say, well, don't have stress, right? Don't have shame. Don't have that unresolved trauma. That's more work and more time and more complex uh, topics to cover. But it's something that I really wanted to tackle in the book because I see people kept back. Mm -hmm. They're eating all the right foods, but they're serving their body a big slice of shame and stress and unresolved trauma every day. That's perpetuating those labs that I'm not seeing improve the way that I want them to do. Yeah. Um, let me take one quick moment, Kelsey, make sure everybody gets out safely with that gate. Um, I really want to get into shame flammation because, and I, and I want to understand because for anybody who's listening and they hear stress has such a big role in our illnesses. Now we know that's also in our control, right? You know, how we think and how we feel is is a big determinant of what's going on inside of our bodies. So that means we have choices, but that's mm-hmm. really hard to wrap your head around, right? Like I'm in a critical moment right now where I'm healing from this pancreas surgery and splenectomy and all the other things that happened. Uh, and I know stress is a really big issue, but I can't seem to help myself sometimes. I still go down that rabbit hole, even knowing what I've just gone through. And then I beat myself up about it, which I know is really bad. I'm shaming myself. Um, And as I said to you earlier, slow down. The message keeps coming to me to slow down. I don't know how to. So for those of us who don't know how to stop the stress, how to slow down, how to not shame ourselves, how do you advise and what do we do? When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo 
for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad. Your hair deserves it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. And in each person's ability to handle stressors, right? And I talk in the book about physiological stressors and psychological stressors and how both will impact something called the neuroimmunoendocrine axis. It's the intersection between our nervous system, our immune system, i.e. inflammation in part, and the endocrine system, our hormonal pathways. Basically and all of my stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, so many, right? So many people. And it's there, they have dysregulation, dysregulated levels of all of them, right? They're 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 in a hypervigilant state. And then neuroaminoendocrine axis is showing up in the their symptoms. They're feeling they have the chronic health problems. They have that that wired and tired, anxious and exhausted. And you're right, it's like, what do I even do with this? feeling side of gut feelings like maybe they've they focus on the food they're dealing with the nutrition they're working out mm -hmm. they got the physiological stuff down pretty good that's how i feel uh, right but the feeling stuff that's is, why this book spoke to me because i was like wait i have been doing all the right things in the physical realm and i i was also on such a good track with the meditations um it got a little wonky after a few diagnoses i can't lie mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah so 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 yeah what do you do so, and, and it's, I think, first of all, give yourself grace through the times where things are in a season of upheaval and you're kind of um, have to deal with a lot. It's not beating yourself up for not having it all together. It's okay to cry. It's okay to worry. It's okay to figure things out and process things and metabolize it in a way and let the dust settle a little bit. And people in, in the throes of whatever we're talking about, some stressful life event, some season of their life that's stressful, they compound that stress and anxiety because they feel like they have to have it all together. But it's okay to be 
imperfect and be human and figure things out and process it. So there should be a grace and a lightness, I think, for ourselves and being easy. And something that I talk about in the book is the science of self-compassion, which it's sometimes not doing more. It's not doing the next thing. It's actually doing less and showing yourself some self-compassion, which lowers inflammation. So it's, sometimes it's just a matter, I can't do it all right now. There's this study that I talk about in the book where they have people do um, math and public speaking, which stresses stresses a lot of people out. It spikes inflammation. They had higher interleukin six levels because they were stressed. They didn't have it all together. They had shame and embarrassment maybe uh, amongst the, these things. But people that practice self-compassion had the lowest interleukin six levels, the lowest inflammation levels. And the more that they practice self-compassion, showed themselves some grace, they had lower inflammation levels. So sometimes it's not the big complicated protocol where they have to go and do some detailed advanced meditation technique. Sometimes it's just practicing self-compassion and we don't do enough of that. Many people are so hard on themselves of not having it all figured out. And then from there, you can lean into it. I talk about the science of breath work and EMDR uh, uh, therapy to really metabolize these stored stressors and traumas in the body. And then that eventually will help us. Let's talk about shame inflammation. I thought that was a really cute way to connect the two things so that we have a word for it. Um, what is shame inflammation? So it's the impact that our emotions have on our physiology, on our biochemistry. So it's something that I see play out in patients' labs a lot where people, as I mentioned earlier, they eat clean, they're eating foods that love them back for the most part, but you look at their inflammation levels and it's it's high. You look at their hormonal issues and it's not getting to where we want it to be. Their cortisol rhythms all over the place. Their, their estrogen, maybe excess estrogen levels in the body or their thyroid levels are sluggish. This is that neuroamidoendocrine axis that I see all too often in a dysregulated state where we look at food, we look at nutrition as eating in alignment with ways that are supportive of that regulation of that system, right? Supportive of gut health, supportive of that parasympathetic aspect of their autonomic nervous system, which which is not the healthiest typically. People that I see and many people that are listening to this have what researchers refer to as poor vagal tone, meaning the vagus nerve is the largest cranial nerve in the body. It's responsible for that resting, digesting, hormone balanced state. So when you hear the term regulated nervous system, or I have a dysregulated nervous system, what they typically mean is an overactive sympathetic fight or flight stress state and an underactive resting digestive parasympathetic state. So a lot of what we do in functional medicine is, and why I called the book this, gut and feelings, the physiological gut and the psychological, the mental, emotional, spiritual, we have to deal with both sides of that coin. So shame inflammation is the feeling side of gut feelings. And how do I really not just focus what I'm feeding my body, but what am I feeding my head and my heart? What am I really cultivating? So shame inflammation, the antidote to shame inflammation at its most elementary level is self-compassion. When someone has self-compassion, it's really, it crowds out the shame. And it's easier said than done. I know that. But it's cultivating these practices when, so when things do go crazy for a little bit, you have this resilience you have this anchoring yourself in the present moment where you're not rattled as much. You can still be rattled. We're all human, but you'll be less thrown to the wind. 
Did you always have self-compassion? No, no, not at all. How did you it's cultivate it? It's practicing these tools that I talked about in the work in the book. Breath work is a major one for me. I'd say breath work and getting out in nature, which sounds maybe a little woo-woo, but the science is really there. There's a practice out of that they, they actually prescribe in Japan and South Korea. The term is Shinrin Yoku. It's forest, forest bathing. bathing. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's you it's really using nature as a meditation and a medicine. And the research shows it's lower stress hormones. That more balanced immune system, healthier, more regulated neuroimmunoendocrine axis. So for me personally, it's breath work. I talk about holotropic breath work in the book. Um, What's it is holotropic the, breath work. It's the breath work that was researched out of the same researchers that looked at psychedelics and how psychedelics worked. And it really is a more enhanced, very, uh, visceral experience when it comes to breath work you feel it all over in your body and it allows your body to really clear out stored stress and trauma in the body and it is a way to strengthen that vagus nerve so uh it, it's it is a very effective way to do it i wonder if there's research behind singers and their health um due to the vagal nerve because I know we had uh, Dr. Lippman on a long time ago talking about the vagus nerve and mm -hmm. how to activate it. And singing is a way to activate it. So yeah. I try to sing in the shower in the morning so that I can, I'm constantly thinking vagal nerve, vagal nerve. So is, is there any research that off the top of your head you've ever heard of? Because I'm curious. I feel like they would have yeah. a leg up on the rest of us who aren't singing all the time. Right. No, I think it's probably, there's so many components as to why music specifically is therapeutic and healing to us but for the listener right i mean the actual vibrations the experience of music but i would assume that that singers uh and that's why different somatic practices though even involved humming and singing and chanting and drumming uh, all have effective tools. They may not even know it that they're they're exercising their vagus nerve, but it's probably why they it's a source of joy and passion and comfort and healing for many of them. And they don't know the mechanisms, but they just know intuitively this is something healing to me. Yeah, I I marked something here um, about uh, the shamefulmation. And you said, I've seen the way that negative thoughts and emotions can subtly and systematically sabotage health in much the same way as inflammation can. I, In fact, I see this phenomenon of emotional suffering causing physical suffering so often that I've given it its own name, shameflammation. Um, and you talk about how it's different, it presents differently. So for people who are trying to kind of figure out how it's presenting, you talk about being anxious, feeling overwhelmed, hopeless aimless, totally disconnected from our intuition. Um, and and one of the other things that I really thought was interesting, because I, I felt this too recently, you said, when something goes awry with your body or your health, big or small, how do you feel? The answer is probably a mixture of anger, fear, and maybe even some embarrassment. That sounds like shame to me. I think we're all still trying to even get our heads around what shame really is. Um, but when I started reading kind of the symptoms, right, I feel overwhelmed a lot. I feel anxious. 
um, there's some of those that really resonated with me. So I was like, okay, shameflamation, we've got something we've got to work on now with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some practitioner, but also the embarrassment. I mean, I felt that recently with my recent diagnoses. I'm like, God, people are going to think that I'm just this fragile, sick person, but I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm very vibrant. I know I'm healthy. Just some things have been, you know, festering and happening and, you know, mm-hmm. um, it was not an easy journey taking care of my mom. And um, this has been in there for a minute, they mm-hmm. said. So um, I have to attribute it to a few different things. I think COVID also helped. But um, but yeah, I feel like I felt shame with the mm-hmm. diagnosis and it was hard for me to even come out about it. I never mm-hmm. heard that before, that other people felt that. Yeah, it is. It's ubiquitous and not enough people. I think you were extremely brave to even share your story. Many people go through things behind closed doors and they don't share it. So I think you have no idea how many people you're helping. I'm hearing about it on a clinic level already that telehealth patients that are maybe I recommended a scan or recommended a specific lab and they didn't see it that important, right? You know, why do I have to do this? And through you sharing your story, you are going to save lives. So, I mean, and that's what, I mean, so many people, when you talk about shame, when it comes to health shame, right, or shame about their body, or they are stressed out, so they put it off, they put it on the back burner, I'm I'm busy, I don't have time for that test, I don't have time for that lab, or I don't want to spend my money on that lab. Um, the, the reality is these things are important, and many people have a lot of body-related shame, health-related shame, and hopefully we can bring some normalization to this these conversations. Yeah, for sure. Um, with shameflamation, if you're recognizing these symptoms in yourself, is there, I, I think you mentioned EMDR as a therapy, are there other therapies that people can turn to for help with it? Because sometimes these things are too big for us we're so mm-hmm. busy, right? It's hard enough to get people to focus on their health well, like to mm-hmm. now try to tackle my health and something that I feel like is innate in me, right? I have a hard time managing my stress. I have a hard time, you know, slowing down all of these things where I'm overwhelmed right now and mm-hmm. I have a lot of tools under my belt and I have a lot of therapy under my belt. The average person with less resources and less time is 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 sinking, Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think there some people's in, it's always different. I mean, if you're talking about that bi-directional gut and feelings, for some people, the feeling stuff, I'm thinking of a patient I talked to recently where she had a high ACE score, which is adverse childhood experience or events, uh, things like sexual abuse, physical abuse, just neglect growing up. On top of that, a stressful work life, you know, right now, a stressful job. And I brought up the unresolved trauma, shame, inflammation component for her. And she was very, let me know very clearly, I'm not ready to deal with this right now. And it's in the past. And why are you asking me that basically? So for her in, it was more of the physiological side, like she 
wanted, she thought the functional medicine guy was going to say, work on gut health and take these supplements and more the linear stuff, which we did and we do, but it's still just one side of the coin. But for her, it's a good example for somebody to just, what's your end to lean in and be consistent with something that's going to love you back so you can get your head above water. So for her, it was focusing on some of the recipes that I talk about in the book, like soups and stews. I talk about what's called a GAPS protocol, which is an acronym that stands for gut and psychology or gut and physiology syndrome, depending on how you use it. But it's supporting the gut-brain axis. So it's supporting gut health, lowering inflammation levels. So when you have less inflammation in your body, when you're eating foods that love you back, you are more centered. You are more grounded. You can make more proactive and less reactive decisions. So for some people, maybe it's just eating foods that love you back and focusing on nourishing, grounding soups and stews, These the more of the, the nutrition stuff that I talk about in the book. And then you can get your head around these more complex stuff, maybe the stuff that you um, are overwhelmed with. And for some people, the nutrition stuff overwhel- overwhelms them and they much rather deal with the feeling stuff. So I want people to lean into what they're ready to do and cross the bridge they're ready to do, to, to cross. The, but the amazing thing about the feelings stuff, the mind, body, the mental, emotional, spiritual things that impact our physical health, most of it's completely free. Most of it's completely either free or low cost accessible things. They may be new. They may be a little bit weird sometimes because it's not something that they're used to doing, but things like breath work, getting out in nature, many somatic practices, they are free other than your time. They are just arts and practices that you have to cultivate and learn. And there's that's the amazing advantage of the time that we live in. There's a lot of low-cost free things online, on YouTube, that we uh, uh, implement uh, different uh, protocols in patients' lives. There's one called DNRS, if you've heard of that. There's one called Primal Trust, which these are low-cost. Yeah, so DNRS stands for Dynamic Neural Retraining System, I believe. And Primal Trust is similar to DNRS, but these are online programs that are pretty low-cost things that they will teach you with video classes, how to learn, teach yourself breath work, teach yourself somatic practice, teach yourself ways to strengthen that vagus nerve. Um, So yeah, you could be anywhere. You don't have to be in LA or New York to get access to these things. And then we're in telehealth. We're in Western Pennsylvania and we help people with these things around the world. So you really can lean into this stuff. Um, And even if you don't have access to you know, online books talk about these practices too, like, like my book. Yeah. I, uh, I think distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. 
Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chilly, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag.